0: NFR Extra is a podcast dedicated to the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo and features icons and personalities that embody the Western lifestyle.
1: He's... I mean, he's just unbelievable. Like when you're backed in the corner, I rode lots of calf roping horses. I've rode lots of great horses, some of the best there ever has been, and you cannot feel his heartbeat. You cannot feel him move. You can't feel anything. It's literally like you're sitting on the fence. I Always say he hates a carnival. That's the only time I've ever. Really. That's the only time I've ever felt his heartbeat when I'm sitting on him is when you ride by a carnival. He hates them.
2: Carnies freak a lot of people out. Uh, Good horses I don't too. Blame it,
1: yeah. The lights and stuff. If uh, I can do my job, and my job is what I've practiced my whole life, uh, keep my mind strong, and you know, keep my mental game strong. I feel like I can still compete with these guys.
2: This is Bryland Bentley, and you're listening to NFR Extra. Caleb Schmidt, how goes it?
1: I've already done this. We did it no. with earlier.
2: We did the round Mm-mm. table. That's its own, that's its own beast. <laughs> Don't even try that. This on you. Yeah.
1: Dang it. This yeah. is the fun part.
0: You is, get uh, a gold buckle, and then you get to talk to us. I mean, come on. It's very fun. Super <laughs> duper, He's, yeah. He is pumped about this. <laughs> I I've, Enthusiasm side. He brought his
2: beautiful wife here with him, too, so, I mean, that's got to be halfway fun yeah. you got a little Does I got a hot <laughs> shot
0: we, we might need a hot shot we got a calf that turned around in the lane here Oh What have you had to endure while you're here?
1: A lot of talking, a lot of people asking me questions. A lot of pictures. Learn. Did you,
0: did you answer them all correctly?
1: I guess. Honestly? I mean they weren't true false, but I <laughs> geez, put out a pretty good answer. On
2: a scale of 1 to 10? In.
0: <laughs> so, all joking aside, uh, off mic, and and I don't know if you'll admit this or not, but I I want you to share with our listeners your practice schedule over the last six months.
1: Why does everybody ask me that question now? I put that out there too early. <laughs> I should have come clean with that after my career was over. <laughs> um, it's different. Um, my practice. Sessions are with God now instead of a rope. Um, It's just, it's tough on my body. Uh, Like I told him earlier, I mean, the amount of calves I ran, uh, you know, growing up and getting prepared for this level, um, there was nothing relaxed about it. It was full contact. It was uh, as much try and as much hard as I had into it every single time. It didn't matter if I was running one or running 30. Um, and I'm not one that goes to the gym all the time and works out and keeps my body healthy. I call myself all natural (laughs) and, uh, that's what it is. And it's, it's, uh, I'm paying the price now. You know, if I was to go to the practice pen and run, you know, 20 calves, I probably wouldn't be able to get out of bed for two days. I'd look like I'm 80 years old and need a cane, (laughs) but, um, I mean, it's what I've prepared myself for my whole life. And, uh, a buddy of mine told me once you get to this age, I'm probably not going to get no better, so there ain't no reason to practice. <laughs> Just keep my mind strong, and I have the best horse to me. I'm not saying he's the best there ever was, but for me, he's the best, and he gives me a chance. So if uh, I can do my job, and my job is what I've practiced my whole life, uh, keep my mind strong and, you know, keep my mental game strong. I feel like I can still compete with these guys and uh it's hard um you know I still want to practice I still do I mean when it's not going good like it has this winter uh you know I can still you know run three or four calves you know once or twice a week and I feel like that's just what I need um I still have my yellow practice horse that I have rode for throughout my whole PRCA career I've had him for 10 plus years and He's pretty much the only practice horse I've ever had. I mean, if I wanted to run 30 on him, I'd run 30. If I want to run one on him, i might just run one. And uh, that's just how I've, you know, stayed strong and stayed sharp. But uh, if I didn't have pockets, I mean, this none of this would be possible. And the faith that I, you know, put into God to, you know, uh, give me the ability that I have, uh, I mean, I'd just have to quit because i wouldn't be able to compete but the horse he's unbelievable i mean i'm back in there and do not worry about him one bit i mean it's it's all on me
2: how long do you see yourself or want to be competitive on this level
1: Um, (laughs) don't look at her yeah i i hate to say it but and i haven't wanted to say it um because I'm not completely persuaded yet, but it's 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 close. Yeah, it's very close. Well, the, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Family, health. I mean, it's all just starting to play into a big factor, right? And um, I've told a few people, you know, that this is my last year, but I'm not gonna. I don't want that to get out because sure. I'm not right. I don't we'll, want to be the guy that retires every yeah, year. And that we comes won't hear that. We won't put it yeah, on we a podcast won't, or anything. When yeah. I do retire it's just us talking. Yeah. When I do retire, I'm not coming back. I don't mm-hmm. want to be that guy Sure. That three years later is like, oh, Caleb Smith's He's back. Back yeah. out.
0: Here comes Smith. Yeah. yeah. Right.
1: Like he still wants more or whatever. I mean, I wanna quit, I wanna know I'm done. Right. And I think uh, you know, God will tell me that.
0: Yeah. We'll we'll transition so. to family here in just a second. But I I'm really intrigued by your horse because literally I've I i do not fan on other people's horses, but he literally seems like when you get done, you could go put a kid on him and just go ride around the midway and he would be fine. Like, is that truly his demeanor? Because he looks like, until you drop your hand, like, he
1: doesn't have a care in the world. Neither one of us do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yes, that's him. He's so lazy. Um, He's... (sighs) I mean, he's just unbelievable. Like when you're backed in the corner, I have rode lots of calf roping horses. I've rode lots of great horses, some of the best there ever has been, and you cannot feel his heartbeat. You cannot feel him move. You can't feel anything. It's literally like you're sitting on the fence, and that's just that's his whole demeanor. Um, I always say he hates a carnival. That's the only time I've ever really. That's the only time I've ever felt his heartbeat when I'm sitting on him. Is when you ride by a carnival, he hates them.
2: Carnies freak a lot of people out. Uh, Good horses don't too. Blame him, just yeah. The
1: lights and stuff. Um, when when I first got him, he didn't love the buildings. The first place I took him was San Antonio. And I was pretty nervous. I guess I felt his heartbeat there, you know. But he still, when I backed him in the corner, he relaxed. He knew he was supposed to be there. He knew what he was doing. Um, but just riding around, you know, all the people and stuff, and he had been to a few rodeos. Uh, Ian took him to Denver and. Pendleton and stuff like that. I mean, he had been rodeoing for a couple of years, just not like I rodeoed on him. But um, he's super laid back. I mean, the most laid. When you quit kicking or asking him to go, he's going to stop, and he's not going to move again until you make him. And my kids are at him. Uh, you know, you could – I'll just – I can tie him up, and he's – never once not going to hurt my kids he's not gonna he might step on their toe or something but they can crawl all over him they can run into him run into his back legs whatever he's not going to kick he's just he's a very friendly uh horse and uh he's like a dog that you bring in your house and (laughs) he'd lay on your couch all day and not do nothing i mean that's just steve what he does would you say
0: your favorite color of horse was
1: gentle (laughs) (laughs) He's very gentle. Yeah. Super gentle. I mean yeah. you can like I don't know how to explain it, but I mean my kids can get in the stall with him and I would leave him. How how old is he? He's sixteen this oh, year. Okay. All right. I've had him since he was seven.
2: So is it safe to say he'll retire with you and become a kids horse? He'll never leave my house. Yeah. <laughs> is that something that you feel kind of obligated to keep going for him until you feel like he's done or is that just it's not one of those
1: he's ready to be done I promise you <laughs> alright All right. me and him have been to plenty of rodeos he yeah. has no regrets he does not want to go to another one I promise right. you
0: he didn't it, stay out too late one time
1: no he he's done I mean he's when I'm done he's, he's, he's gonna be perfectly okay with it yeah and just sit in the pasture but
2: Get, let the kids crawl on him
1: yeah but like my kids hate to ride him because he won't go mm. they can't <laughs> They can't, no he has to do something Dan. Yes, he can they can't <laughs> kick him hard enough to make him go. And when I lead him, it's like leading a, a broken log broken horse. Right. Like he walks so slow and I mean they crew about the only one that's, you know, old enough to make him go now. And he's so rough. He's a big, fat, short bodied horse that is rough as all get out. It's like riding a pogo stick. Yeah. <laughs> he's miserable to ride, I ain't gonna lie. There's he, some good he runs, he's so smooth to a calf, but loping him around, warming him up You kick him the whole time, and it's like riding a square-wheeled wagon. I'm
2: curious to know. Your wife is writing a book, and I can see Louis Vuitton at the top. What is my budget? (laughs) All right, I'm going to read this. Caleb always compliments and praises Pockets, but Caleb made Pockets the horse that he is. Oh. He takes the best care of him and loves him and has given him the confidence, and Pockets would be the best. Wouldn't be the best without him. I told y'all it'd be her. I know. No no kidding. We should. You want to get up here and talk a little bit? Come on. That's awesome. So that I mean, so go back to that. You've had you've had that horse. He's sixteen. You had him since he was seven. Talk a little bit more about pockets.
1: Um, How'd you find him? So I got hurt in uh, fourteen. I didn't rodeo. I broke my leg and dislocated my ankle. And I pretty much you know just to survive. I just got married. We didn't have much. I made the finals uh, in 13, my rookie year. And I don't know, I won 30000 or so, but that doesn't last long. When, uh, You know, you can't do anything. Um, it's not like the PRCA was giving me money when I was hurt. <laughs> right. I didn't have no layaway or, you know, time off. So um, I pretty much sold all my horses. I had two decent calf horses, the horse I rode at the finals and another bay horse, and I sold both them and just lived off that. And then uh, I got hurt in May didn't rope till November, December. And a buddy of mine, Gib Morsack, had a little bay horse that, you know, was just a just a good horse. And I ended up buying him for, I don't know, fifteen, twenty thousand. You know, that's pretty cheap for a finished calf horse these days. But uh I rode him at a few rodeos, I rode him at circuit finals, uh, like Mike Johnson's roping in January and through February. And I was just kind of looking for a horse, but didn't have, you know, hundred, hundred and fifty thousand to spend. And uh, Jake Pratt actually told me, he's like, hey, I think I know where a decent horse is. He said, I hadn't seen him a lot. Nobody really has, but I think he'd be worth trying. I was like, all right, where's he at? And he's like, Wyoming. I'm like, oh, awesome. So, <laughs> That's close. But, but he yeah. was like, Ian, Ian Wells is who owned him. He bought him from uh, Dustin Mitchell, who's a cutting horse guy. Dustin bought him when he was a colt, cut on him until he was like four years old, and then uh, sold him to Ian Wells. And Ian started him from start to finish, from what I know. I mean, I'm pretty sure Ian and me are the only ones to ever rope cabs on him besides, you know, the guys I let ride. Um, but Ian started him from start to finish and hauled him around for a couple years. You know, he's got pictures riding him at Pinocchio in California and stuff. And uh, Jake just said, you know, he's a decent horse or whatever. So Ian has a place in Steubenville. He's like, he's coming down here in February. And, uh, you know, I'll set it up. You can ride him. So... He made it down there and I went to Pratt's house. And uh, <laughs> Coming from Wyoming, he had hair, you know, just four inches long and he was a big old fat thing, which he still is. I mean, he just he eats dirt, I think. Um, but, and just looking at him, you know, obviously you're going to take your first, you know, glance at him and I'm like, ooh. And, but the moment I stepped on him, I mean, it was, he was awesome. I mean, just the coolest horse I've ever rode. And when I rode my first calf on him, it was like riding a spaceship, man. I mean, that sucker worked. And my dad was with me. my dad's a horseman. I mean, he can look at a horse. And I remember loping him around, just warming him up. And when I just kind of picked up and sat down, I mean, the sucker melted in the ground. And my dad was like, you sure you can ride that horse? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, I'm going to try. And I ran three or four calves on him that day. And, I mean, it was awesome. And then I asked Ian, you know, if I could take him to a rodeo. I'd never seen him at a rodeo in a perf or whatever, if they'll work. And I took him to Belton. And I was like, if I, I mean, if he works here, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to buy him. And I missed. <laughs> and I'm like, this is awesome. This is how the story yeah. begins. Yeah, so. You and uh, me, buddy. <laughs> so I uh, ended up buying him. I gave 50000 for him. And looking back on what i won on him, I mean, I should have given 500000 for him.
2: <laughs> Pretty good return on your but, investment.
1: Yeah, I mean, but he's just the most amazing horse. I'm not going to sit here and tell you he's the best horse, but he's the, was the best horse for me. I couldn't have. I've rode a lot of great horses through my career, and, I mean, they're great. They're just as good as he is, but I'm not going to say that they were the best for me. I mean, I won a lot of money on great horses, you know, my friend's horses, and they're great. I mean, they're just as good, maybe better than him. But for what he's done for me and what I've done for him and what we've accomplished, I mean, obviously you can't say that there was a better horse out there for me. Well, I
0: think the other testament, too, is you guys have done this over close to a decade now, you know, and he's been sound. So you've really taken care of one another, you know, which is awesome because if you don't have a good horse, don't even go.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, he's built for it. He's the biggest horse you know, uh, the only other horse that I've thought that was his size was Deputy that Trevor Brazil rode, and I've rode that horse. Is that a, the sorrel horse? Mm-hmm, the okay. one he rode yeah. the last whatever, 6, 7 in he went to. Um, but they're just big, you know. They don't make horses like that no more. I mean, you just look at pockets, and he's big-boned. I mean, he's solid. He weighs 1,300, and, I mean, what we do to him, a little horse is not going to take it. Yeah. And I think that's what's made him last as long as he has any sound. And, I, I mean, I try to take care of him. But I let him be a horse, too. He don't right. sit in a stall. He doesn't. He, he's out in the pasture. He gets rained on. <laughs> he, I mean, he, he lives to be a horse. Right. I'm not trying to turn him into a human or, you know, a robot or anything like that. I just let him be a horse, and I've always let him be a calf horse. I've never tried to change him. I've never tried to fix him. I've never tried to, you know, I mean changing would be the best way. I just let him do what he does and for me it's perfect.
2: Yeah. It's kind of like any other relationship like with you know your wife or whatever else it's like you know, maybe nobody else likes her but
0: she works great for me. Like we got
2: a thing. Really? No, but like my wife too. I mean yeah. that's the thing she with the whole side
0: to get rained on and No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she does sometimes. He probably
2: prefers to be a caveman. Exactly. Steve. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But, uh, and, and you talk, you hear that too, like we've had an opportunity to talk to a lot of horse trainers who are like we just didn't get along with that horse. Like I just, like they'll, some people just don't get along with horses and there's nothing wrong with that horse, but they go somewhere else and they do a different job and they do that. And then so like that just for you and that horse, it was just, this works. Like that's just how it goes.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've let people ride him that they might not ever want anything on him. Right. You know, I mean, uh, Marty gets along with him. Unbelievable. He's won lots of money on him. But I have let people on, and it's not very good. Really, <laughs> I mean, it, it's I mean, it's just it's not their deal, but he's my deal.
0: Yeah. Let's take a quick pause, and we'll be right back. When the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo is in town in December, it's also time to celebrate the Western lifestyle with the Cowboy Channel Cowboy Christmas. Catch live shows on the ARIAT Rodeo Live Stage. Check out the Yeti Junior World Finals. Get close up with the NFR contestant autograph sessions and enjoy the entire day. Hand shopping. There's something for everyone. Create your memories in Vegas. The Cowboy Channel, Cowboy Christmas, located on levels one and two in the south halls of the Las Vegas Convention Center. It's all here. So how many kids do you guys have?
1: Three. Three crew, Myla and Chaz. How old are they? Seven, four, and eighteen, nineteen months.
0: Okay. So did did I hear Crew killed an elk? Is that true? Yeah.
1: Where was that at? Uh, we have our my father-in-law's ranch in Fort Stockton. Okay. And uh there's elk out there. Really? And in we Fort didn't, Stockton. And we didn't put them out there. <laughs> They're free range elk. Holy out, cow! All over West Texas, it's unbelievable. I never knew it either till I ended up out there. It's the coolest thing ever.
0: Pretty huh. big size.
1: Oh, yeah. I killed one a couple of years ago that went like 370. Holy
0: cow. Very nice. And they've
1: wow. killed the ranches next to us. Uh, I know that, 2 they've killed over 400 inches. Wow. I mean, there's big that's elk. A, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's one of the coolest things I've ever seen, you know, because, I, I mean, I've been in Texas my whole life. Never once thought that there was elk in Texas. And then we ended up out there on that ranch, and they're everywhere. I mean, mm. Lots of them. It's not like it's a rare sighting when you see one. I mean, we hunt them. We'll shoot, I don't know, 15, 20 a year. Just really? On that ranch? Oh, wow! But they're free range. Right. They're like exotics. Right. You can shoot them at night. I can go out there and shoot one right now if I wanted to. Huh? I mean, they're like any like a pig or axis or anything. I mean, you don't have to have. All you need is. I don't even think you got to have a hunt license. You just gotta go. Fort have a Stockton, yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's awesome. It's. One of my favorite places to be and yeah we took crew out there and he's worse than i mean i love to hunt i mean it's my passion And when after december if you need me you're gonna be hard to find me unless you're hunting with me but uh he's worse than me about killing things i mean he wants to shoot everything <laughs> and as one should
2: be at, yep. at nine years old yep. yeah
1: so it's kind of funny because he was riding around with me at first we were just kind of easing around it was middle of the day and Every elk we wanted to, we seen, he wanted to shoot it. And I'm like, no, you can't shoot that. Like we, I mean, we just managed the whole ranch. And, uh, I mean, we went by, I don't know, 30 elk. And he's like, can I shoot that one? Can I shoot that one? No, no. Why are we here then? Why are we here? So my father-in-law was in front of us and he's like, I'm going to wrap a (laughs) pop. Whatever. (laughs) So I send him on up there and we're just following him. And I swear to you, it was not five minutes. And these elk cows jump up and this spike. And there's like a trade out there. They have like unicorns. I don't know if y'all seen it, but it's just a a gene that's out there. It was there when we got there. But a horn will come out front, and we just shoot them all just for management because it's ugly as all get out. (laughs) Get that out of the gene pool. And, I mean, I swear it wasn't five minutes. These cows jump up, and this spike elk comes, and he's got a horn coming out. And I see him, and... My father-in-law sees him and stops, and I and that elk stops on. He's about 150 yards, and he holds crew up and he lays the gun between the. He had this door open between the door and the frame of the mm-hmm. truck, and I mean shoots him and smokes him just right in the shoulder. And we were they were kind of up on a little ridge, and I thought they went over the ridge, so we jump in the truck and we're hauling butt. Well, he didn't go over the ridge; he went down. He didn't run. 30 yards wow. and went down and this kid was so excited. I mean, he jumped out of that truck. He was running around. It's the happiest I've ever seen him. <laughs> and he was excited. But I mean, a kid at seven years old shoots an elk one shot and was done with a seven millimeter. Oh, eight. I mean, it was crazy, but he was excited, but he don't want to hunt with me no more. Yeah. I don't <laughs> let him shoot nothing, but my father-in-law, which he could shoot whatever he wanted. And my father-in-law ain't going to get mad at him, but just kind of had it happened. He was with me for three hours and I didn't even know, Every single time, and five minutes later, five minutes later, I swear these up run right across in front of us, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" But yeah, so, but he can shoot whatever he wants. He, my fault, lying, get mad at him. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Dad so, drives
2: around and hunts. Grandpa
1: shoots. Yeah. <laughs> so what? What are they all into? Cruising anything and everything. They don't. None of them. Our crew hadn't really got into roping. He loves to ride, but he just he's so dangerous and wild that. Anything dangerous, he wants to do like that guy hanging on these. Oh, yeah, those uh, cleaning the windows. Yeah. On him. yeah. He'd be like, oh, yeah, I want to do that. I mean, it, any roller coaster ride, anything that looks kind of dangerous, he's into it. So roping is just kind of boring. Running a horse around the arena and through ditches and across the pasture as fast as he can make him go, that's exciting for him, and that's what he wants to do. And drive dangerous. He can drive anything. Buggies, trucks, I mean, the faster the better, the more dangerous the better. I mean, that's just him. And he's wild. He's very wild. But Myla, she's just the sweetest thing ever. She just wants you to hold her and love on her. And it's awesome. She's changed my life. I Daddy's mean, girl. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's, she's all about me and just wants me to hold her, take her everywhere. And it's awesome. But she likes to ride. She's not... Uh, she's not near as dangerous as Crew is. She wants you to kind of take care of her. Crew wants you to turn him loose and see if he can get hurt, I guess. <laughs> but she's awesome. I mean, she's just the sweetest little thing. But And then uh, Chaz, the youngest one, he's, I don't know, the greatest baby ever, happiest baby ever. He just smiles at you. He'd go to anybody, let them hold him. He's pretty cool. Is but,
0: that enough? Three? Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Two was okay, but yeah. when we had the third one, it was like we had four more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was, and it's crazy because he was probably the easiest one. I yeah. mean, he was happy all the time. You could just set him down and he's perfectly fine, but just, I don't know, maybe the other two made it worse to where, but it was like we had a whole herd of them. Yeah. yeah. Instead of just three. That's
2: what, when people, it's so funny because as you progress, we. I have three kids too. And it's like, somebody's like, Oh, we have a kid. We have one child. And it's almost like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's almost like talking to somebody that's like, well, we, I have a girlfriend. It's like, you're not, a, you're single. Essentially. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. After three kids, I think three, three to six, it's all the same in my opinion, but I don't have six.
0: Well, the, the thing too, is like when you get to that stage, you think about the things you've thought about when you were dating. And it's yeah. like, that wasn't even a, a fight. Right. Like what, what do you mean? You fighting over where to go eat dinner. Yeah. Like that's, uh-huh. no that's so you, funny
2: uh talking about this deal with you when you eventually do retire on the on this you are pretty heavy into the cattle side of things too right
1: yeah i gotta figure out what i'm gonna do after this rodeo it's yeah. probably one of the reasons i haven't already retired i gotta figure out how to support my wife and family and uh i don't know i just hadn't really got uh deep enough in it i guess to where i feel like i can retire and Still make a living doing something, but yeah, I got into it pretty um, heavy this last year or two. Um, I run, I don't know three three hundred fifty four hundred mama cows, and then I've got into the yardland deal this year. And uh, I mean, I think I'm getting to where I can retire and you know still do this, but I haven't got to that piece about it yet. So that's why I'm still rodeoing, I you, guess. You spring cat? Are you spring
2: caver or fall caver on your mama cows?
1: We take a baby calf in a rain any day we can get. It. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> no, we don't. I mean, down there where I'm from, winter's not terrible. Yeah. So we leave our bulls out year round, and we have spring calves, fall calves. I mean, all of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. We we'll take a take a rain and a baby calf any day. Yeah. Well,
2: this is this now. It's going to be kind of fun to be a cattleman. We're actually getting paid for for running them things. So, you yep. But this check, this year's checks and next year's checks, a guy might. Be a little bit more optimistic about.
1: Yeah, really. If you've been in the cattle business, and I mean, I got in when we bought. You know, I don't have no fancy cows, but I got decent cows for a thousand bucks, and now we're selling calves off of them for thirteen to sixteen hundred dollars a right. piece. Right. I mean, it's it's pretty good now. Yeah. Absolutely. When you know, when I first got them, you know, a good calf was worth seven eight hundred bucks. You know, it but uh I'd hate to know I wanted to get in now because it is silly expensive and sell all your cows sow your hay and lease
2: your grass out and that's i mean that'd be a better way to do it than yeah stocking it <laughs> right now
0: exactly but well caleb thank you so much this is this has been awesome and your wife didn't have to step in and finish for you <laughs> so uh congratulations on on world title number four and we look forward to seeing what the rest of the year brings
1: appreciate it thank you
0: want to experience more of the nfr then visit nfrexperience.com and we invite you to subscribe to NFR Extra on Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeart Radio, and wherever you're listening right now. If you like what you've heard on NFR Extra, we would love it if you gave us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe.